coming up on today's Finding Peace Within podcast. Excuse me. And I'll never forget my dad went into the store, bought a Coca-Cola, shook it up, and poured it on the windshield, and the windshield cleared up. Shut up. And I was just like, boy, my daddy can do anything. My daddy is Superman. I don't think we had the expression, the bomb back then, but today, my daddy was the bomb. Now get your pen and your pad as we continue to take this journey to finding peace within together. Hello, and welcome to Finding Peace Within with Lisa L. Dalton. I am your host, Lisa L. Dalton. If this is your first time visiting Finding Peace Within, welcome to the podcast. If you are a repeat guest, welcome back. Finding Peace Within was created to help you find your authentic self through spiritual awareness. And how do we do that? Well, we do that by studying the Word of God, being honest with who we are, and making the necessary changes we need to do in order to find peace within our souls. If you would like to connect with me on social media, you can find me on Facebook under Lisa Dalton. On Twitter at I am Lisa L. Dalton, Instagram, Lisa.Dalton, and LinkedIn, Lisa L. Dalton. So, get your pen and your pad as we continue to take this journey to finding peace within together. Hello, you guys. We are still celebrating fathers for the month of June. And I have a special guest, my sister friend, Felicia Gaston, joining me today. But before we get into our podcast, I want to, again, give a, wow, a, man, I am just speechless. A shout out to my husband again and the Leviticus Singers of Charlotte. Man, we have tipped the charts. Uh, for the 18th week, we have been number one on the Nielsen BDS billboard. I want to give a huge hand clap to my husband. Thank you to all of the radio stations that continue to play our song, God is Love. If you haven't gotten the song yet, you can always download it on any of your musical digital outlets. And you can also go to YouTube to watch the real live video of the song. We thank God for what he's doing in this season. And hey, man, get the song. It will bless you real, real good. Now, let's get into this podcast. I hope you're ready. We're going to be talking about Daddy's Little Girls. Hello, 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 everybody. I am excited today. I have my sister friend, Miss Felicia Gaston. What's up, Felicia? Hello, Lisa Dalton. (laughs) How are you doing, sister? I am awesome. Glad to be here. I am so glad you are here. I'm so glad you were available. I know you don't work on Friday, so I know you were just sitting around waiting. (laughs) Actually, I've been shopping a little bit today. You've been out? COVID free? Masked up. Masked up. Yes. But shopping. Look, and by the way, um, how you been holding out with the COVID? 
I am doing well because I have been working the entire time, not as many days and not as many hours per week initially, but I am back working full time. And um, at one point, the grocery store kind of became my social outlet. Stop it. But I'm <laughs> expanding out a little bit more now. Well, I am so glad that the COVID um, kind of gave you a little freedom to go to the essential stores. Yes. Uh, we've been doing the same here, just going to the essentials. And, I, hey, I'm loving the time at home, spending time with Love and Max and uh, haven't been on the road as much. But, you know, um, I, I, too, thank God that we still have jobs. Yes, amen. Uh, and everything has been taken care of. And, of course, that's what our Father God does. Amen. Amen. So, guys, um, if you all do not know, I have been celebrating fathers for the month of June. And Felicia is a daddy's girl, and she's going to talk more about her daddy. <laughs> and if you've been following me on Facebook, I've been sharing um, my experiences with my father um, during the month of June, um, daddy's little girl. And Felicia, before we get started, as always, i like to open up with a short word of prayer. Yes, ma'am. So could you do that as my guest today? I would be happy to. Most gracious and kind, Father, we thank you, Lord Jesus, for this beautiful day that you've created. <clears throat> Father God, I thank you for my sister Lisa, and I thank you for this opportunity, God, for us to share and enlighten and help others to grow as yes. as we grow ourselves, oh God. Yes. So I thank you for this time in your presence. Father, mighty are the works of your hands, and yes. I thank you that mighty are the fruit yes. of our hands because you are our Father. Yes. And every day, God, with you is Father's Day. Yes. We love you and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. So, Miss Felicia, you and I have been knowing each other for what, about 13, 14 years? It's been, yeah, quite a few years now. Mm -hmm. Us singing on the praise team and, the, yes. and the, my fellow soprano. Yes, <laughs> sopranos are born. That's right. You might be singing soprano, but if you ain't a natural going into raptors, yes. then you is not a soprano. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and Felicia and I laugh about that all the time. Even though I sing tenor on the praise team now, they won't let me sing soprano. I think because Felicia be taking my space, but it's okay. <laughs> well, you can have it back. <laughs> we are fully retired. Yes. However, we had to come out of retirement, uh, especially with the COVID going on and some yes. of our singers not being available. But my sister Felicia and I have been friends for a long time. We serve in the same ministry at the Cedic Church, and she's just a sweethearted. I am a little bit older than her. Uh, she always likes to throw shade about <laughs> respecting her elders, <laughs> but only we're only a year apart. <laughs> we're both a part of the AARP club. <laughs> Amen. But she got her card first. <laughs> He's so shady, Rady. That's why I love her. Everybody needs a friend like Felicia. No shade with a smile and you still love them. Yeah, Amen. it's so good. Amen. Amen. But this month we're going to talk about our fathers. And I'm going to ask you to tell us what's your daddy name, how you became a daddy girl, where are you in the number of the clan? Let's talk. Okay. So, my father's name was John Body Hicks. He was from Vance County, North Carolina, which is the Henderson-Kittra area. Kittra? 
Mm-hmm. Never heard of. Never it. heard of Kentra. No. Ever heard of Henderson, North Carolina? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, so it's it's a little town before you get to Henderson. Oh, the one the one stoplight town. It is. I hear literally kind of yes. like Hartsville. Yes. Okay. Uh-huh. You can relate. I can't. Oh, shady again. <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna be good. Y'all see where we go. This is really this. gonna be good. <laughs> and actually, Lisa is quite befitting that we're doing this because yesterday was the anniversary of my father's passing wow how um, many years he's been you? gone 12, 12 years, years now mm-hmm. um and in some ways it seems like yesterday but um in other ways it's like he's still here with me because yeah. he still talks to me yeah. i still feel his presence yeah. i feel all the things that he's taught me and I don't really know when I became a daddy's girl. I just, I think I was just born a daddy's girl because I am um, number four of four. Mm. My parents have um, had two boys and two girls. My sister is the oldest and the two boys are in the middle and then I'm the baby. Mm-hmm. And I was born in 1964 and I think a lot of times being the baby child, you get the the better of your parents because they've kind of learn some things yes. they've learned how to relax in yes. parenting yes. and a lot of times um they're more financially able yes, to do things mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. you and so I think I came along right at the right time um he was a very strict disciplinarian mm. but I think my personality brought a softness out of him when is your birthday June 25th. And when is his birthday? Um, May 10th. Oh. May and June. Hmm. Like me and my dad, both of our birthdays are November. Really? It's two days apart. Oh, okay. That might be why I'm not a daddy's girl. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) However, I'm a daddy's girl, but not a daddy's girl. Okay. Okay, I learned my daddy though. And I and I was somewhat a, a mama's girl. I think I was just a child that loved both their parents. But yeah. in the early years, I really, truly was a daddy's girl to the extent that I would get in the car and ride off with my father. And my mom wouldn't even know I was gone. And she'd be looking for me. What? The other kids would be out in the street playing. And, and when I saw... Y'all had no cell phones to page and text exactly, like that. Exactly. Felicia's with me. Exactly. And so I would hear her telling him when we got back... Can you at least tell me when you take my child? <laughs> my child. My child. Well, she's my child, too. Right, and that's what he said. So tell me how he, how would he say that, his voice? Because I like to mimic my parents. He would say, your child. <laughs> she said, I know that she's your child, too, but when I'm looking for her, when I expect her to be outside playing with the other kids, he would just smile and walk off because a lot of times... Um, he knew it was me. I he didn't ask me to go. I asked to go, mm-hmm. and um, I was just always up under him. I looked for a picture that we put on his um, obituary. I couldn't find it to bring, but I have a picture of me sitting up under my daddy on the couch because that was my natural oh. position. Well, you know, Felicia, since this is pre-recorded. You can always send me that picture, okay. and when I post on, okay. on social okay. media, I'll when you'll it. be here, okay. then people can see who Mr. John is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah. you say you love Mr. Heath. I did. Yeah, he definitely was the first man I've ever loved, and I think 
in my heart, honestly, I, I certainly love my husband and have and yeah, love some talk other about men. That too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <clears throat> but I don't think I've ever loved anybody the way I did my daddy. Wow, mm-hmm. that that says a lot because um, in the world that we live in, not just now, but even back then in the sixties and seventies. However, fathers were absent in the homes. Mm. Um, do you consider yourself a minority since you had your father in the home? Well, I don't really. And I say that, Lisa, because everybody around me had their fathers. Mm-hmm. All of my peers had their fathers. It was like that when I grew up, too. Mm-hmm. Everybody had their dads. Unless something happened like he, he died. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. But I don't remember any of my friends who had a father who wasn't in the home. Right. Um. And I was going to say, or active in their lives, but mm-hmm. I really think they all were in the home. It was different then. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. First of all, most of the times, I can, I, well, I can, I'm going to speak for my family. My father was the insurance policy mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because most of the moms were at home, mm-hmm. stay-at-home moms, mm-hmm. even though my mom worked. Mm-hmm. But my father's income took care of us. Sure. And, and that's the way it was. So if you left your family uncovered, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. then you left them um, vulnerable for any and everything to happen. Mm-hmm. And even if they didn't get along, they mm-hmm. stayed for the children. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's they true. stayed for the children. That is true. And I think, too, even though they didn't walk around saying it, I think there was an honor yes. in being that, that head, that provider, that one who covered their family. I yes. mean, you could you could see honor in it. Because my dad, um, all my life, worked two jobs. Mm-hmm. And, and there's four of y'all. Mm-hmm. And there's four 11 of us. of us. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 11. I didn't realize you had 10 uh, Yeah, and I'm oh. number seven, though. Little okay. Little, you know, the complete number. Yes. God's chosen child. <laughs> y'all keep praying. Keep praying. <laughs> I'm still a work in progress. Still a work in progress. Give me three adjectives that best describe your dad. Three adjectives. When we think of our fathers, Mm -hmm. especially when you're a daddy's girl, um, sometimes it makes you sad. Sometimes it makes you smile. Mm -hmm. But what are the three adjectives you can think of when you think of your dad? First, I would say strong. Mm -hmm. I really thought, um, if you think back to the TV show MacGyver, my dad was the MacGyver. Really? So he was creative? He was very creative. He just knew how to do things, Mm -hmm. like little things. Like, I'll never forget, we were leaving Kittrell, and it was very rainy and stormy and causing the windows to fog up. And, of course, this was in the 70s, so this was before um, defrost systems mm-hmm. in your car and all mm-hmm. of that. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I'll never forget, my dad went into the store, bought a Coca-Cola, shook it up, and poured it on the windshield, and the windshield cleared up. Shut up. And I was just like, boy, my daddy can do anything. My daddy is Superman. I don't think we had the expression, the bomb, the back bomb, then. Right, but right. today... My daddy was the bomb. So do you think that would still work today? It so might. Was it the acid? It was. It was wow. the acid. And so I'm getting ready to throw a little health okay, in there. Okay, okay. And people drank Coca-Cola. I know, I know. I wow. think about that, yeah. So y'all drinking Coca-Cola, pull off the Coca-Cola. 
and he would also use it to um, get the the acid buildup uh, off batteries. Off the batteries, yeah. yeah we still mm-hmm. do that today. Yeah, yeah, we, we do. We still do that today. And so, but I just, I was like, wow, there was no, nothing else that could be done to clear this windshield, but my daddy knew how to do it. And again, it speaks to that being that covering because mm-hmm. he had his family in the car. Yeah. He needed wow. to be able to see yes, to get us home. Yes. To not have an accident yes. where we all could have been killed. Yes. <clears throat> so it's wow. just um that's one of my favorite memories I think. So I definitely would say strong. Mm-hmm. He was stern. He definitely believed in um working mm-hmm. and earning your key. Mm-hmm. Um and and I, I looking back, I I probably was spoiled in the sense of attention, mm-hmm. but I was never allowed to be lazy. Right. Like he believed in you working. He didn't. He didn't buy you cars. He didn't, mm-hmm. you know, do those things for mm-hmm. you. I mean, I remember when I turned sixteen, he said Burger King is hiring. <laughs> I know that's right. And circled it in the paper for yeah. me to go. And I'm thinking that's when we had classified ads. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And mm-hmm. he said that Burger King is hiring. And he said, and if you get this job, um, you're going to give your mom some gas money. Mm-hmm. And then he said, how much is your lunch? And my lunch at the time, Lisa, was a dollar a day. Mm-hmm. He said, if you can't budget $10 every pay period, then you don't need to eat lunch. I love it. So he was stern. I love it. <clears throat> and we look at it as my dad was that way, too. Mm-hmm. And I can probably say they were probably around the same age. Mm-hmm. My dad's 82 now. Okay. And he would have been 82 um, if he was living. If he was yep. living, yeah. Mm-hmm. And my dad was the exact same mm-hmm. way. Strong mm-hmm. and stern. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what's your other ass? And I think, I don't have another S. I would just say um, he was very, he was loyal. He was very yes. loyal to his family. Yeah. Um, and again, like I said, I think it was unspoken, but there was an honor mm-hmm. in being that father. Yeah. There was an honor in even hearing him say, I paid a cost to be the boss. Yes, yes. So, you know, I, I got this because mm-hmm. every bill comes in my name. Yep. So yep. I mm-hmm. run this household. Yep. And I and I respect that. And, and I feel that way about my house. And again, that's the way it was because mm-hmm. every bill that I can remember, because I didn't live in the house with my parents, mm-hmm. but I do, I you know, I was there. Okay. So I have had experiences of watching my parents, you know, parent mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. And all the bills had my dad's. It, well, it was Mr. and Mrs. Mm-hmm. Burnus. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. wasn't Mr. Burnus. Okay. It was Mr. and Mrs. Burnus. Mm-hmm. Do people still say Mr.? Because nobody's ever called me Mrs. Stephen Dalton. Um, do they still well, do that now? It is funny that you say that because I remember back in the day, um, and I know this is about fathers, but my mother... When we would go to Winn-Dixie to get our groceries. Not Winn-Dixie. Winn-Dixie. Well, I know you from down. <laughs> from the south. <laughs> yeah. She would sign her name on her check, Mrs. Mrs. John Hicks. Yeah. My like, mom Like she didn't have a first name. Right. Mrs. John. But I always thought that was so... I loved it. ...endearing. I loved yeah. it. Mrs. Bernice <laughs> Wilson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And not Mrs. Mary Adams. That's right. No. I've I'm, never been I'm called Mrs. Mrs. John Stevens. Hicks. I've never. Have you ever been called Mrs. Tracy? Maybe just like in a in a church setting but no rare no rare no tell me what did your father teach you about generosity because you are so giving and loving as my friend you brought me a beautiful cup today so where, where what did your dad teach you about generosity i think my dad taught me that um 
just to be good to to people. Yeah. <clears throat> but even more so than people, I, I would say my mom taught me more about being good to people. My dad taught me to be good to my siblings. Oh. Wow. Um, true story. Whenever um, one of us was given a dollar, he would make us give it to him. He would give us four quarters back and make us in front of him give our sibling a quarter. How to share. Mm -hmm. True story. And so to this day, we have no problem sharing with one another. Because you have a very good close relationship with your siblings as mm -hmm. well. I do. I because do. when you came to speak, mm -hmm. I think a whole row. <laughs> yeah, and, it, your and I said to my sister, and my sister had worked that night, and mm -hmm. I told her, don't try to come, mm -hmm. and I wasn't going to tell her. And they don't live in Charlotte. Right, they don't. Well, one, one. brother lives in Charlotte, mm -hmm. the other two are in the Wake County area. And I said to her, don't try to come, mm -hmm. I know you worked last night. Mm -hmm. Well, she arranged it where she could get off at midnight, Wow. so she could get some sleep. And it went from the two of them coming, and the next thing I heard, well, we're going to rent a 15-passenger van. Man. I'm like, for what? <laughs> and they ended up not renting the van, but we are very close. And I think my dad taught us to be good to one another. Um, he was big on family. Yeah. Um, he was, like you, he was the youngest of 11. Mm-hmm. And so he would always say, get to know your family yeah. because... You could go off to college and be dating your cousin and not even know it. So get to know your That's family. That's so true. When you come from a family the size of ours. Yes. Because everybody's not going to have the last name the Hicks. Last right. Because your aunties have married and then they have children and grandchildren. Get to know your family. So he was very big on family. Um, and I just feel so blessed because I've been mm. close to all sides of my family. Yeah. But I would say um, he, he, he taught us to... To be good to one another. And um, one of the other things he always taught me was somebody eventually is going to give you a break. You just keep pushing. You keep working. Somebody's going to give you a break. And you know what? That's um, somebody is going to give you a break. Teaches consistency, um, persistence, faith. Mm -hmm. And speaking of faith, mm -hmm. because you are a woman of God. And I know you and Tracy same. And, mm -hmm. and by the way, and we'll talk about Tracy okay, in, sure, in a little bit. Sure. Um, where where was God in your family? Well, I will tell you this: my father didn't get saved until his latter years, mm -hmm. um, but he definitely always made sure we were in church. Yeah. Growing up, because um, my mom is from Apex, so in that day they had church on the second and fourth Sundays. Okay. But on the 3rd and 1st, we would always go to church somewhere in Raleigh. And it might be us being dropped off mm -hmm. at Sunday school. Because, mm -hmm. again, my dad was always working. Mm -hmm. He had a full-time job with the state. But then he always drove a cab. And, actually, I didn't realize till the latter years. And when you start really thinking back on stuff, he didn't drive a cab. He owned a cab. He owned a cab. And wow. so when he was on his nine to five, his cab was on the street making money. And he and his drivers did a 60, 40 split. Wow. So, you know, and I think back on it now and I'm wow. like, my dad was a business owner. What? And I just thought, you know, yeah, he's driving he, the cab. He had two, who, two, two jobs. Two but jobs. he had a career he did. a job. He did. And it would be funny, Lisa, because we never wanted to be picked up from school in the in cab. In the cab. 
But it was like, free. Oh, it was free. The meter wasn't running, oh, Felicia. Goodness. The he meter comes wasn't running. In that cab. <laughs> it's like, oh, you can drop me off on the corner. And yeah, we'll I'll get walk. out right here. I walk. <laughs> Two blocks. I don't care. I walk. I just like, can't let myself. And of friends course, your speak. friends will pick at you. Yeah, that you come, in that cab. That come John Hicks in that cab. And I'm like, well, you got something to say about it. You say it to him. Was it yellow and black? No, it was um, back in the day. Ooh, this is a shout out to the old Rainbow Cab Company. <laughs> it was oh gosh, what color was it? I want to say like a like a limeish greenish. <laughs> oh, and my it God. had the rainbow symbol on Shut it. Shut up! But yeah, he owned his cab. I can and, see um, why um, y'all were picked at. Oh yeah, in for the sure. lime green cab. For sure, yeah. With the light on it, and then cab. again, <laughs> Mr. Stern. Well, if you're embarrassed by riding this cab, walk home. See, that's what, back in the day, they didn't play. They this, did not play. Just pacifying, rubbing you on the shoulder. Nigga, you had to get out this Listen, guy. and this is why you have shoes on, because of this cab. Because of this cab. The why you eating every night. The why you laying that's in the right. bed and got clothes that's on your right. back. And, and our parents then didn't mind telling us that. That's right. And Lisa, to this day, my brother that lives here in Charlotte has his um, driver's permit and his chauffeur's license. Because when he got old enough to drive... My daddy said, you can drive this cab. And he did. And, of course, it was a different time yeah, where you yeah. didn't have all the crime and stuff. Yeah. So, yes, yeah, so that was his part-time job. He drove the cab because my daddy owned it. So wow, he didn't have to pay, you know, Rainbow Cab Company. Because he was Rainbow Well, I mean, he, he paid he them, like, to, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, but it was still his. And yeah. so... Thinking back, I was like, you know what? He's pretty smart. He really. <laughs> you all should see Felicia here smiling, talking about her daddy. You would think she was talking about her husband or the man she. Well, she did say she loved him. Like oh. he was the first man that stole her heart till the end. Till, till the, the end. end, he was her ride or die. Yes, he she was. was his riding partner. Yes. They did, you know, partner in crime. Billy Jean. Yes. What um, was it? Um, what was it Billy Clyde? Bonnie and Clyde. Bonnie and Clyde. Yes. Well, that's two women. Oh, that two men. No, that's two women. A woman and a man. A woman and a man. Yeah. Bonnie and Clyde. Uh-huh. Mom uh-huh. and dad. Yep. I mean, um, daughter and father. <laughs> yes. Bonnie and Clyde. Yes. But your father, your your parents were not, we'll say, religious people. Now, my mom was. Your mom was. Uh-huh, yeah. But your father was. Right. But you all knew he had a awesome heart and uh, mm-hmm. Jamila and I talked about this last mm-hmm. week because her father was the same way right. mm-hmm. however her her grandfathers but they had such a giving heart mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. when we think back you're such a good person why won't you just give your heart to Christ mm-hmm. but we we sometimes can get so caught up into the religion part of it Mm-hmm. Um, that we don't allow people the process mm-hmm. of getting to know the Lord. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like that's what your dad did. He did. And, um, you know, and I, I think looking back as an adult and, and being honest, I think, you know, there were some definitely some esteem issues that he had at times. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and one of the conflicts that I saw, he, he taught my sister and I to be very independent. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't let this man dog you. You don't sleep with him, right? All right. these things, but but the irony is, he didn't want that in a wife. He wanted a very submissive and a very submitted wife, mm. and so that was conflict for me at times because I felt like you were raising me to be one way, but you didn't want that for yourself. 
Well, let's talk about that. Okay. Because Father set the bar for our relationships. Mm -hmm. What did that look like to you growing up with your mom and dad? It sounds like he was being contradicted. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I I think there was a contradiction. I think, um, and I don't. I can understand from a father's perspective not wanting your daughter to be mistreated by men. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't I don't necessarily think he mistreated my mother, but he definitely was a everything in this house going to do what I say. And he wanted that in a wife. Like, I don't think he would have enjoyed my mother being as independent as I as I am. Yeah. And maybe, um, did your mom work outside the house? She home? did. She uh-huh. did. Yeah. Maybe... Because my dad was the same way. Mm-hmm. My dad taught us things. You know, I've, I've been working since I was 15. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom did not know how to drive. Okay, yeah. Didn't own a car, mm-hmm. obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, he would not teach her how to drive. Mm-hmm. She took driver's ed. Mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. in the 11th grade mm-hmm. when she called herself um, getting a car yeah. without a license. <laughs> <laughs> because she did work. You know, so I think it, there was a, a form of control. Mm-hmm. It was, um, then, yeah. And my mom was um, very submissive. Mm-hmm. So when, when we say submissive, it's not in a bad way. No, you know no. I've learned over the years it's not a bad thing. Yeah. she just we they knew the hierarchy. And I'd even if, say submitted, more so than to the submissive, Su- submitted yeah. to the vision, right yeah. to the vision, to the and vision. to the fact that he was the head. Was the and head. again, his his motto was, "I pay the cost to be the boss." I mean, he worked. Two I'm working jobs. two jobs. I'm yeah. covering this household, so I am the boss of this household. And mm-hmm. I think she liked that. Mm-hmm. I, I do. Um I just think at times there was there was a there was a, a I don't know, maybe it was a, a internal fear he had of her becoming too independent. independent. And I think it worked in the beginning because I think my mom was a woman that kinda needed that. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. Because a lot of times she didn't understand me because I was just, I was a free spirit. Yeah. And, I mean, when I moved out for the first time, I didn't have a car. I didn't have a bed. But I just knew it was time to go. And she was saying, well, how are you going to do this? And when I found, and I told my dad at last out of fear that he was going to say, you're not ready to move out. He looked at me and said, when are you moving? Because he knew he had already instilled in you mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. values that you needed. You were disciplined. Um, you were strong. He showed you what work ethic looked like. So he had confidence in you. So now that you're in college mm-hmm. and you meet Mr. Tracy. Okay, so and I see, met I Tracy know, after college. Oh, okay, after yeah, college. He was in law school. He was in law school. Mm-hmm. And then you meet Mr. Tracy. Mm-hmm. What was it you saw in Mr. Tracy that you compared with your dad or was there anything you know it, it's kind of funny lisa N- not really a whole lot really yeah um and i know typically you do, you do marry yeah. men who are like your fathers I, I i would probably say they both had very kind hearts um but beyond that he just he was not a lot like my father was that on purpose? I mean, honestly, looking back, it could have been, and I don't, I don't know why. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I wasn't angry at my dad. I don't think about anything, but I don't know. I think I just like Tracy for Tracy. Yeah, I do. So I don't, I don't, I didn't even compare it to 
my dad um but i did after we got married that's where we, that's where <laughs> yes. we're going yes. because the only <laughs> example of what a husband looks like is what we've seen in our dads Listen. and how they were with she is setting a trap for me. I Mama. feel it. I feel a trap. <laughs> well, you are in the trap. Yes. You are definitely walking. My up leg is in the, in the net. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> However, because, you know, for those of you that follow me, I'm an open book. So Stephen is my third marriage. And in each one, I've looked for something. You know, my dad did this, my dad did that, my dad did that. But I've realized with Stephen, after, you know, we've been together 18 years Mm -hmm. now. My dad is my dad. Mm -hmm. And Stephen is my husband. Mm -hmm. Two totally totally, different people from two totally different worlds. So the things that I thought he should know how to do or mm-hmm. be doing mm-hmm. um, because my daddy did it. Yes. Because that mm-hmm. is part of your socialization. Yes. Um, and I know for me, one of the things that irked me so much about my husband was again, my daddy worked two jobs mm-hmm. and he was always about it, about it as far as getting more, getting more for yeah. his family. Yeah. Well, my husband would come home and he'd have to have a nap. So he was a magistrate when we got married. Mm -hmm. And with that schedule, he might have five or six days off to prepare for the shift change. Mm -hmm. So Felicia, John Hicks's daughter said, you can go get a part-time job in these um, five or six days off. Yeah. At least work three of them. Yes. Yeah. And again, Tracy's father was a pastor, so he had a lot of downtime. So he saw his father come home and take naps. Wow. So you're talking about two bipolar opposites. Total opposites. My daddy took a nap to get up to go to his part-time job, to and, work all night, to drive the cab all night sometimes. And so what you saw was probably somewhat of a... Um, well, I want to say it made him look lazy to me. That's where I yeah, was going. Yeah, yeah, it, it made him look very lazy to me that you wouldn't want to get ahead to provide for your family because I am now your family. <clears throat> so I, I can imagine him looking lazy to you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because I felt like what I'd always seen my daddy do. This is what you do to get ahead. And it's not so much that we were struggling, but you still did it to get ahead. We were in an apartment, and I'm thinking, this is how you put a down payment down on the house. Because that's what I saw my daddy do. My daddy drove until he made the $1,000 to put down on the house that they bought in 1972 that was $25,000. And the $1,000 was the down payment. Wow. And so I'm thinking, this is what you do. And and I guess even the more, because my dad um, went to Kittra College, but I'm like, you have a law degree. You have even more opportunities to make money to do to more do stuff. to do more yes. exactly and i think as as wives and, and and our girls when you're dating the only examples that especially if your dad is in the house mm-hmm. the example of what a husband looks mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. uh and a, a man you do look for that sure you know from your dad sure. and i know i did and i had to just realize 
my daddy is my daddy. Is my daddy. And 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 mm-hmm. I need to stop stressing myself out and learn to love this man mm-hmm. for who he who, is. Who he is. And not just our daddies, Lisa, but again, every, oh, daddy, every, on the every daddy on every the street. Every daddy in my family. That's, every, that's what you do. Because my daddy, he can't do it now because of health reasons. I do it for him mm-hmm. now. I stay in the yard all day. Okay. On weekends. Okay. Because <laughs> that's what my daddy did. Now, my daddy worked at Sunoco, and he would come home. He would take a shower. We never saw him take showers at home. We'd be like, why are you not taking showers? Because mm-hmm. he would take a shower at work. At work, okay. And then come home. Mama okay. had dinner ready. She fixed his plate. Well, we all sat at the table when I was there. Uh-huh, sure. And we, Because that's what families sure, did. that's right. You know, we ate together. But my dad, on the weekends... My daddy was in the yard mm-hmm. and them boys, cause it's five boys mm-hmm. and all of them were mm-hmm. out in the yard with my daddy. And I've cut grass too. And we, after my brothers left, I cut grass. And that's why I say he mm-hmm. did not spoil me. Now I did not grow up a princess. Mm-hmm. I did not. Yeah. I mean, I was a working princess. <laughs> if I was a princess, I was the people's princess. A, prin- okay? a princess with abilities. <laughs> I was like, I was like Diana. I was the people's princess. I know okay? that's Cause right. I was out there cutting grass with the people. <laughs> But I remember um, specifically, though, again, I was the runner um, because what my mom would do, she would fix dinner each night. Mm -hmm. And before we ate, she would um, plate up on a real plate with a real fork and napkin and all of that and take it down. We would take it down to the cab stand. Right. So that when he got a break, he would have a hot home cooked meal girl and i was the runner i would run it in to miss annie staten because she ran she was the little dispatch lady and i would hear her say on my way out hicks your dinner's here girl so that must be the thing because i can remember doing the same thing (laughs) my mom would fix his lunch and what one of us would drive Mm -hmm. to sunoco Mm -hmm. and my dad, when the horn would blow, mm-hmm. time he would run out and we get would take lunch. him his plate. He would right. meet him in the middle That's and he right. would come and get his That's plate. Right. That's right. Now you can't even get these girls to even fix a hamburger. They won't. <laughs> I mean, not what? even bake, make some biscuits. They won't oh. even bake some. They won't even. That's Pillsbury. <laughs> and things are so much. You got air fryers now. You yes. don't even really need to know how to use the <laughs> you oven. Really don't. Just put it in the air yes. fryer and turn yes. it on. And yes. but you, Stephen and I were talking about that just a few days ago. He's like, love. They're just not making them like that anymore. They're not. And that's so unfortunate. And yeah. and that's because their moms probably aren't doing it. Well, and it's partially because the men are different, too. That part. Th- yes. That part. Let me tell you, what was the um, hardest lesson that your father tried to teach you that took you the longest to learn? Hmm. The hardest lesson that your father tried to teach you that took you the longest to learn? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> well. <laughs> But while you think, I'll tell you what mine okay, was. Okay, please. Yeah, my, that's my, mine that. was the hardest lesson that my father tried to teach me that took me the longest to learn was how to be a real lady. Mm. Okay. And I would say maybe 18 years ago mm-hmm. is when it clicked. Mm. I know, right? 
Um, and I'm getting a little emotional about it because during my Lisa six and three, it's really has caused me to really find the good things because it's easy to find the bad. Sure. Um, yeah. but it was when, um, I took Stephen home after three and a half years of us dating mm-hmm. to meet my father and my right. mom because we were getting ready to get married because mm-hmm. I had really literally divorced my parents okay. because okay. of issues yeah. that we had. Okay. Um, but when he said, so you know how to be a lady now, hmm. I was like, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. But he wasn't saying it in a nice way. Okay. Yeah. Sure. He was being condescending. Yeah. However, it made me straighten up and show him I do know how to be a lady. Hmm. And I can stand today and say, I know how to be wow. a lady. I'm still trying to think. There were um, <clears throat> many lessons. I'm just trying to think which one was the hardest. You know, it, it when we really sit and think, it, it is kind of hard mm-hmm. to really um, go down that deep. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I guess some things are just kind of packed down. And so since you're forcing me to unpack. Come on, girl. Take the layers <coughs> off. Take the yeah, take the layers off today. This is finding peace within, where we are authentic and true Amen. to ourselves. Amen. Because mm-hmm. this will help someone. I think um, one of the first ones that come to mind. I remember him saying to me when I moved out. When mm-hmm. I told him I was moving, he said, "I have one piece of advice for you, and that is, your budget will not work out like." It does on paper. Wow. And Lisa, he never lied Mm. about that. And I had some really, really hard financial times. Right. After I moved out. And even sometimes with my husband. Mm -hmm. And again, I guess I was thinking, oh, we're two tithers. We'll be fine. You know, but I, but that was a hard lesson. Yeah. Um, and even, I remember him saying to me, um, oh, yeah, you're so quick to say what you don't like and what you're not going to do. He said, let me tell you something, baby. Need more make you do a whole lot of things. Yes, it will. And I was thinking. Y'all is, got that need more. I was like, who is need more? make you do a thing. <laughs> who is he? Need more. Need more oh, will make you oh, get that met. second job. Oh, we've met. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, Needmore and I have met on several occasions. Oh my God, Needmore! Um, so just those those lessons that have been, um, you know, you you stumble and hit your head a few times, and yeah. then you realize that, you know what, my daddy was a lot smarter than I gave him credit for. Yeah, so. it's, I'm assuming he taught you about money because my dad taught me about money um, when I moved out. You know, it's like we didn't talk about mm-hmm. it but i think he taught me by what he did that's what i mean um yeah he led by example he did he mm-hmm. did yeah and just just having it to have your needs met yeah um he was i would say that the typical man in that generation now um as a people we like to drive nice mm-hmm. um sometimes those things are more important than Saving. Um, than saving. Yeah. yeah. And so he liked 
you know, having a Cadillac. and Girl, my dad had one, too. Yeah, and, and those things. A deuce things. and a quarter, then a Cadillac. Oh, yeah, he had a deuce and a quarter. <laughs> I told you. I told you. They felt yes, that same era. Yes, yes. They had a gold deuce and a quarter. So. Then he got him a gold, a silver Cadillac. And he did teach me something that I do believe today, and that's why I was doing a little bit of shopping today. And he said, save your money, but don't save it all. Because part of working is enjoying the fruits of your labor. One thing my daddy said, he said, I never wanted to be rich. I just wanted to have enough to do a little extra Mm. for myself Mm. if I wanted to. Mm. I remember one day the lawnmower broke. And he was cutting grass and the lawnmower just stopped. Mm-hmm. And he came in the house. He told my mom, I'm going to, I'm going down to Sears mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I'm going to go buy me a lawnmower. Mm-hmm. Child, my daddy went to Sears and bought him a lawnmower. And I have done that. I have told Stephen, I'm going, mine is Home Depot. Okay. <laughs> I'm going down to Home Depot and I'm going to buy me a chainsaw. And he'd be like, you're going to buy a chainsaw? Yeah, I'll be right back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Come back with a chainsaw mm-hmm. because my credit was good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I had a little cash yes. and I was yes. able to go and get it. Yes. And and yes. that's the lesson he taught me, just like your dad. Yes. yes. Save but spend. Save but spend, yeah, for what you want. And, for and what you want. Um, he taught me too, Lisa. Get exactly what it is you want because it's easier to make the payments on it. If you want a red bike. You get the red bike. Yes. With the black seat. Yes. Get my first car was a Nissan Sentra. It was sixty four eighty two. That's that that was the cost of it. And I wanted the red. And they kept saying, Well, the red is real hard because they're real popular and he said, Wait on the red. Wait on the red. Because it's easy to write that check out every month if you are driving what you want. Girl, you did have a good daddy. I did. I mean he taught me when I say some life. life- lessons and even now it's like get what you you want and you did that just a few weeks ago yeah that was that was a a need (laughs) (laughs) that was a need because um you drove that my daddy gave me when he passed yes and i will say this again i was the people's princess so my dad had never bought me a car yeah he had always told us i won't buy you a car yeah i won't pay for a wedding right and, and and here was the reason for that. He said, with the wedding, if I pay for it, then I have input. Right. I just want to show up and you tell me what to do. And then you and your husband are paid for this. And then nobody can say anything about what you do. Girl, I see why you love John Hicks. So he gave us, I think my parents gave us $1,000 toward the reception. But he, he, he told my mom because she was... Off on a tangent. Oh, you're not going to bustle no train. That train will be down. And he said, how are you going to tell her how to wear her wedding gown? And, of course, her response to him was, you be quiet. I'm not talking to you. (laughs) My daughter's getting married, and that train is going to be down. Yeah, because we's going to have a nice wedding. Yes. We going to have. But he said, do what you want. And then we don't have any input in it. And then with the car, he's like he said, keep your credit good. You buy your own car. Yeah. So I tell people, the people who know that my dad left me that truck, I said, he was ready to see Jesus. And he knew I I was having problems with my Volvo at you the time. Were, yeah, I remember And that. I was having mm-hmm. marital issues, yes, too. I so that as well. That's why he, he gave that to him. And I remember um, a few times I would go up to Raleigh and take him to chemo just to give my sister a break. 
and we'd be leaving the doctor's office and there was a state employee's credit union right next door and he'd say, do you need money? I said, no. Would you tell me if you needed it? No. And he'd say, turn in there anyway. I'm going to get some for myself. And he'd get five, six hundred dollars and leave it in the car accidentally on purpose because it, wow. was, it was for me. Yeah. <clears throat> but he taught us to be very independent. Yeah. Um, on my... I, I did a um, op-ed for the Charlotte Post. Yes. And Very good, by the way. Thank you. Very good. Um, and the, the ending that I wanted to go in there, um, and you saw the paragraph mm-hmm, that I mm-hmm. put about, you know, getting up, waking up, yep, showing up. Showing up. That came from him, mm-hmm. you know, because he said, this world didn't owe you anything. Mm-hmm. Where is my, my first book? Smile, show up, mm-hmm. succeed every yes, day. Yes, every day. Every yes. day. You've every got day. to do your part. You've yes. got to... You gotta put in if you yes. don't expect to get something out. I like that, Felicia. And as we close, mm-hmm. give us a little bit of 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 that. The showing up, what you shared in the Charlotte Post, which was a a staple that your father instilled in you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think, especially in some of today's generation, mm-hmm. I don't I don't want to say it's just millennials, but I think. The baby boomer generation was taught to work yeah. and to have things, but sometimes there's a mindset that you owe me something, mm-hmm. even because of slavery, that you owe me something. No, you still need to show up. Yeah. You need to make a plan yeah. for your life. Yeah. You know, and, and I bought something today, Lisa, and it's just on the line that we're talking about um, at Ross today, and it said, it was a little placard that said, The dream is free. The hustle is sold separately. Uh, what is that? I had a little thing say hustle, hustle smart. There it is. Mm-hmm. Hustle smarter. Yeah. And so what that says to me is in, even in accomplishing our dreams, yes. we got to put the work we in. We got to put the work in. And put in. the time in it. Yeah. Go to work. And, and one of the other things he taught me was don't worry about your job title. Worry about what's in your paycheck. It does not matter what your title is at work. Worry about what those numbers say on that paycheck. Yeah. Because that's what's making the difference. That's what's making the difference. And I, my dad said this as well. It's not how much you make. It's how much you have left. Yes. Yes. And, Over. And as you are bringing me down this memory lane, <laughs> I remember him saying too, salary benefits his salary. Yes. You're so focused on these numbers, Benefits but you got salary. free health insurance. Yes. That's money you yes. don't have to pay out of your pocket to go to the doctor. Yes. Benefits is salary. Yes, it is. So I'm just like, Ooh. these lessons have been um, <sighs> life-sustaining. They Bene- really have. Oh, my God. Un- unspoken sometimes, but just little, little, little quips, little quotes, little, you know, and, and my siblings and I, we sit around and, like you said, we mimic. And we laugh, but it, it it just brings joy to your heart because he's taught us. Yes. And he helped us to get to where we are. Yes, and, absolutely. Um, one of my saddest moments is that he didn't see my house before he died. Yes, that's right. Because you, he was always by your house, by yeah. your house. Well, so. you can say, Dad, I have my house yes. now. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. I've written, uh, and, and of course, my daddy is still alive, and um. 
and our friendship is is much better good, now than it good. has ever been. That's and then good. it's not because of him, mm-hmm. but because of me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Choices. It's, it's beca- cho- and it's for you. And it's for me. Yes. yes. It's for me. Yes. Amen. I love you, Felicia. I love you, Lisa. Oh, this has been awesome. And I want to say um, that I'm here even yesterday when <sighs> I ran over to the post and bought 15 copies. <laughs> <laughs> Because I said I don't want to be running all over the city trying to find where they are. And they are right off Sugar Creek. Yes. So I ran over there from work and um, picked up some copies. But I want to thank you publicly for saying to me, write that book. Yes. Because um, all of that is pushing me. All of that is pushing me. So thank you for... Again, as my elder sister, <laughs> okay, there you go leading, with the shade. <laughs> leading the way, leading the way, and <sighs> and and encouraging me to yeah. to come up because yeah. I I do believe sometimes we're most afraid of what we can do. Amen. And um, so Amen. thank you for even this opportunity today. Thank you for every time you've. Um, just smile because a smile is your smile is infectious and it's encouraging. So thank you. I appreciate you and I love you. (laughs) Y'all keep praying. Keep praying. This has been wonderful. Um, Close us out in prayer. I I pray everybody was um, blessed by today's podcast. Remember, um, strong, stern, and loyal. Mm -hmm. We your your relationship may not be the best with your dad, but they have done and are doing the best they know yes. how with the information that they have yes. at the time. Amen. And all things are lessons that God will have us learn. Amen. Amen. If you close us out, Michelle. Father, again, thank you for this time. Thank Thank you, God, for even as our Heavenly Father, helping us to realize that our earthly fathers are people too, that they are fallible, and that they don't do everything right, God, but we know that they love us. Thank you, Lord God, that even as I talk about, talked about my own father, that those are attributes of you, God, that you are loyal. You are stern, God, because we need that, Father. As as children, we need that. And you are strong. So, God, I thank you that every good and perfect gift comes from you. Father, bless this podcast. Bless Mm -hmm. Lisa 6 and 3. God, just blow her mind with what you're going to do, oh, God. Mm -hmm. I thank you, God, even for other books that are coming forth. I thank you, God, for every life lesson that our earthly fathers have taught us. And, God, thank you for just being our Heavenly Father who makes all the difference, God, in every area of our lives. We love you and we praise you in Jesus' matchless name. Amen. 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 Now go and make it a wonderful day. And remember, a centered soul is a centered mind. Amen. Be blessed. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Finding Peace Within podcast with Lisa L. Dalton. Now remember, you can always connect with me on social media. 
Facebook under Lisa Dalton. Twitter at I am Lisa L. Dalton. Instagram, Lisa.Dalton and LinkedIn, Lisa L. Dalton. Visit my website, findingpeacewithin.org where you can read some of my blogs, find the books that I've written, listen to previous podcasts, and even some of the workout videos that I've created. Until next time, remember to find peace within a centered soul is a centered mind. Be blessed.